It's the biggest sports show for your Saturday morning. We've got it all covered for you right here. Joey Montagna, Jay-Z Clark, Emma Friedman and everything sport. Or tomato or a barbecue sauce? Look, I hate barbecue sauce. Like too I sweet. It's the most rank thing. Is it? This. <laughs> I'm a spicy red meat. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Jay-Z Clark, Emma Friedman, and everything sport. Give me a spell. Yeah. Nico, there's a million things I'd rather do than sort out my sock drawer. <laughs> Cut the uh, lawn with a pair of scissors, maybe. <laughs> this is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Now that we're free, we hope you're doing more than that on your Saturday. Welcome to another edition of Dead Set Legends with you every Saturday from 10 o'clock. Joey, Jay, Rabsy's with us this morning, and Emma. And boys and girls, it is our final show for 2021. Yes, it is. Good morning, Emma. Morning, boys. It is our final show, and... Uh, uh, it's sad. It's been a wonderful year, but it's been a long week this week, hasn't it, Jay-Z? Melbourne yep. Cup week. Yep. We love it. We all don't mind the races yep. and all the festivities that go with it. Yep. Your Saturday, how's your week been? And oh, your Saturday and Tuesday. Yeah, we, had a, we had a big Freedom Day on uh, on Saturday and uh, it was a sort of 12 to 12 affair, which is when you really oh. tip me oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, next, the next morning, I mean, I woke up, didn't couldn't find my phone, not sure where my phone oh. was. So my um, wife uh, rings it, a guy picks up in uh, <gasps> Craigie Byrne, James, the Uber driver. He said, yeah, you left at my Uber uh, last oh. night. Now, but the way I was feeling wasn't a great surprise to yeah. me, I must admit. <laughs> and what a legend. He he drove it back. He drove it back to where I'm living and, and dropped oh. off the phone. So that was a nice win. Um, he yeah, paid the, the Uber. I gave him yeah. 50 bucks yeah. and a six, yeah. six pack of mountain nice. goats. I said, James, I'm very grateful, mate. If I can ever, you know, repay you guys. I believe in karma, mate. So it's all good. So oh. what Uber of the year. Oh. Well that, James, but Joey, happy birthday, mate. It was your birthday you. during the week. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, happy birthday. On, on Tuesday, Melbourne, yep. yeah, Melbourne Cup oh. Day. It was my birthday. What did so. you do? Uh, well, I didn't want to do anything because I'd had a big few days, as you knew, Thursday, Friday <laughs> yes. last week. I'd had a couple of big days, yes. and then we had some friends Saturday, Sunday. But in the end, my wife took me out for lunch, surprised me with some friends, went out oh, for lunch. Nice. Uh, which was a nice surprise. Her dad came over and looked after the kids for a few hours, and we went out with some friends. So that was nice, Emma. And the other beauty, Melbourne Cup Day, mm. I was, wasn't doing so well on the punt. Yep. On Cup Day, and Erin, who doesn't like gambling, but she said, yep. right, Melbourne Cup, let's have a bet. My favourite number, number four. Oh, no. it's very elegant. No. 30 bucks on go. very elegant. And then that was straight into my account, and she didn't see a cent of it. It was all very good. So it was a nice birthday. And then you did tip us on the WhatsApp. We asked who the Melbourne Cup yes. tips yep. were, and you said, very elegant. She is flying. Yeah. And uh, you were spot on again. Well done. I would have given that mail to our listeners. However, I got it late on Saturday that she had worked extremely well Saturday morning. So glad I could pass that on. And then we had a winner in the last as well. I've got to say the highlight of my week, though, was uh, it was probably Saturday night, Jay-Z, when you were obviously out on the drink Uh-oh. and your WhatsApp messages weren't oh. making a whole lot oh. of sense. And Joey and I were both sitting on our respective couches watching the supercast. Yeah, so, you, you were funny. You <laughs> know sucking up this said, Emma. You, like, you lied to made out you watched Emma all day, Channel 7 Saturday. You're going, Emma, you were amazing. Emma, you were amazing. Oh, you're you so looked, good. To be honest, I you were socialising. You. you were drunk and you're going, Emma, you were amazing today on Channel 7. I, I watched you from start mistakes. to finish. I watched her for at least the first two hours. I can yeah. remember the first two hours. 12 till 2. 
gets hazy after about race three. Oh, oh it's it. so good, mate. You were all I loved the it. coverage and you're doing a sensational job. <laughs> you know what the job. best part of it was? <laughs> what? The next day when you were sober, you said the same yes. message. Yeah, yeah, you doubled down. I need yeah. to go back and review the WhatsApp group. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Hey, huge final day of the Flemington Carnival and a big day at Rose Hill as well. And I've been lucky to stand next to superstar commentator Katie Mallion on Channel 7 through the carnival this far. She also happens to be the partner of Melbourne Cup winning jockey James McDonald. She joins us now. Katie, well, what a bloody week, Dal. How's it been? Oh, I've only just recovered my voice, Emma. And oh, I'd say, no, you I'm do actually, sound husky. I am probably the lucky one getting to stand next to you because I don't know whether you've been telling the listeners how much uh, you've been winning on the punt. Mm. I don't know why you've got me actually on here tipping. It should be you. <laughs> That's right, Katie. She, we have, don't worry. We've been telling our listeners yeah. every single week how many winners <laughs> Emma's been tipping us. She has been on fire. But just quickly, we, Emma just mentioned there, James McDonald, your partner, rode very elegant to the Melbourne Cup. He's ridden eight winners so far. In three days, has he had time to take you out for dinner yet? Have you been able to sit back, enjoy it, have a have a you know a nice meal and reflect, or has he still got sort of the game mode on with one more big day today? Oh, he's certainly in game mode, that's for sure. We we had a nice uh, nice dinner on Melbourne Cup night at um, down there at Coco's, and uh, yeah. it, you know it's just he's sort of he's one of those competitors that just is always looking for the next one. He's just so hungry for it. So um, I, we're going to go to the Hunter Valley next weekend. So um, well, I would say that's probably when he's going to have his time to reflect on what an amazing carnival it's been. Hopefully, he can end uh, on a good note today. So how's the strut? Is the strut? So is there, is there like if that was me and the photo? How about the photo, the Michael Clone photo of, of uh, James? You know, hit hands. I loved the hand on the face. It was amazing. How was the emotion? Yeah, of that yeah. incredible. I think he's getting around. Like he probably walk into Flemington today, like Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. That's what we're picturing. Yeah. <laughs> In the three-piece suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's um, he's got a good book of rides today too. Of course, he's got Nature Strip. He looks really hard to beat uh, in the sprint and and a horse that means a lot to him in Zaki in the McKinnon today. So I don't think it'll be a walk in the park, especially with a couple of setbacks with Zaki. Um, but James galloped in the other day and uh, full steam ahead. Apparently he came back with um, a smile ear to ear. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed Zaki can get the job done. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Zaki, Katie, because we know you do a bit of work with Annabelle Nisha, and We spoke to her on the morning, Cox Plate morning, when Zaki was scratched, and it was so devastating for her. You're confident that Zaki will be back to his best today to win? You think that'll be the case? Uh, I don't think she'd she, run sorry. him if – yeah, I don't think um, she would run him if, if he wasn't. Uh, she's such a smart trainer. And, you know, to, to scratch him morning of the Cox Plate for just a slight elevated temperature, like, a, yeah. you know, she, she's very much a um, – she's always on the cautious side and he's had a couple of weeks to recover from that. He's been down at the beach. He looks great. And I, and I think she just needed the last approval off James on that last gallop. And he he couldn't he couldn't see why she shouldn't run him. So um, that I think that's a pretty good push. And I think the money came for him yesterday, didn't it, Em? Yeah, I think he's been backed into about for two dollars sixty now. So which is pretty short. So he got Nature Strip at a dollar thirty, Zaki at two sixty. Surely he got something at value for us, Katie. Well, probably not. Actually, I'm just <laughs> going to be at value for the shorties. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, you know, warning looks hard to beat. He's pretty short in the Queen Elizabeth. I'm sure you've got some mail on him, but we'll get our multi happening a bit later. Yeah, we love um, a group multi. Ho- <laughs> yeah, Hosier in the first, uh, he also looks hard to beat. So um, probably at Rose Hill, uh, probably found um, 
well, our horse in race three, Lady Loves to Gamble. She's stepping up to her distance where she absolutely <laughs> loves, and we know that we're going to probably get on her. <laughs> you should have seen Bruce's face when we're on air a few weeks back and this horse ran, boys. And we go, oh, we've got to have an omen bet. Lady Loves to Gamble, and Bruce almost passed out. <laughs> it was a complete omen bet. What's Rocket Clock paying in uh, the hot Danish? I think she's a massive chance to win. I that. think she's about four, but four dollars, which is not too bad. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll throw Good it one. in the multi, yeah. which is in the uh, the eighth race, I think, yeah. at Rose Hill. Race and remembering that, um, I tell you what, the racing at Rose Hill it's getting later and later in the day. Actually, been backed into three dollars sixty there, Rocket Clock, oh, uh, okay. in the hot Danish, named after the superstar that was hot Danish many years ago. Hey, Katie, uh, love chatting to you. Enjoy today at Rose Hill. I'll be there with you, of course, and enjoy uh, chilling out with J Mac next weekend. You guys deserve it after a massive Melbourne Cup week. Thanks so much for having me on, guys, and I'll see you out there, Em. See you there soon. Katie Mallion from Channel 7's coverage of Rose Hill and Eagle Farm joining us on the program. Hey, after the break, different type of horsepower. Greg Rust is going to join us with a supercars update right here on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey, Jay-Z and Emma. If you're more than one fold with jocks, you've got issues in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates this spring carnival. Start your group, bet together and share the moment. It's group betting made better with Sportsbet. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. On the line now is our good mate Greg Rust from the Rusty's Garage podcast, which you can get for free on the Listener app, uh, thanks to Bendix Brakes as well. Morning, Rusty. Now, starting off with Dave Reynolds, he's been benched for the next few rounds of the supercars, and this is very controversial. Uh, yeah, it is, Emma. Good morning to you and then to uh, Joey and Jay. I, 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 in this, can I just say there's lots of wild theories flying around, and I just want to deal in facts here, okay? I'm a big believer in doing that stuff now. Uh, Davey's made his stance clear in relation to, um, you know, vaccinations um, on, on social media and so on. Um, the suggestion is that, that uh, whatever he had did not comply with uh, New South Wales regulations. And no one's above the sport, as Sean Seymour, the, the boss of Supercar, said recently. Um, they've revisited it. Um, Davey has gone off and since had his first dose of vaccination, but he can't take part in it any of the remaining rounds at Sydney Motorsport Park there, uh, but we're hoping he'll be right for Bathurst. Now, the team have drafted in uh, Luke Gilden, who, who Dave has won Bathurst with before and was due to partner with at the Mountain and so on. So this will give Luke some miles before the, before the great race, given the circumstances. Hey, Rusty, I think we may have a new Scott McLaughlin in supercars, and I think I'm all over this, man. Here we go. <laughs> Word on the street is you tip. Anton Di Pasquale, am I right? I was all over it Saturday night. I was watching the uh, supercars at Sydney at night. Was he ever? I had my last $100 on Pasquale, Anton Di Pasquale to win, and, geez, he was good. Do you know, he's got he, he's gone and done in his junior years some hard yards overseas. He came back here and worked with Paul Morris and then with the Erebus team. He is a good young racer, and now we're seeing him with a top-flight team Big shoes to fill with Scott McLaughlin heading over to America and so on. And clearly in the 100 days plus uh, where we didn't have any supercars racing, they have immersed themselves in those cars at Dick Johnson Racing and data and things like that. And the way he dominated at Sydney Motorsport Park last weekend was tremendous. A real showcase of his talent and the people around him. Let's see if he can keep sort of form for the next three straight events there. 
Hey, Rusty, of course, the F1 action are in Mexico this weekend, the home circuit of Sergio Perez from Red Bull. I think practice has just wrapped up. What's happened this morning? He's in the top four. We're in for a heck of a fight in the title race. So the Mercedes cars have been fastest. Valtteri Bottas quickest from Lewis Hamilton with Max Verstappen third. But they, it's probably not the clearest picture yet. It's been a bit of a, a bit of a dusty start on that track to the weekend's activity. And, and even from a McLaren point of view, Dan Ricciardo and his teammate Lando Norris trialling different things and, and different ties to each other and so on. So maybe we don't have a full form guide for all of the field. Perez in the top four. But as I say, the, the title fight with the handful mm. of rounds that we've got left is going to be epic between yep. Verstappen and Hamilton, that's for sure. Hey, Rusty, thank you so much for joining us every Saturday this year. You are a mastermind when it comes to supercars and F1s and all things uh, vehicles, and we really appreciate you joining us on the program. Safe and happy Christmas to you and all the listeners. And M, you know me, I just love it. Look forward to chatting to you guys next year. Thank you. You sure do, mate, and you're really good at it as well. Thank you. It's Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Hey, just quickly, a little bit of other news mm-hmm. and other sports happening around the country and around the world. Of course, the Cricket Australia take on the West Indies yep. tonight in the T20. If we win, we should get ourselves through to the semifinals. Our net run rate should be enough to get us through after our big win against Bangladesh a couple of days ago. So that's a good result to get through to the semifinals. Yeah. And we are finding a bit of form, Jay-Z. Gut so feel? We, I'm not sure. Well, the thing about T20 is that, you know, anything can happen. Yep. So if you're in the semifinal or a chance to make the final. Hey, M, the NRL, we know we're losing Josh Adokar here at the Melbourne Storm. But have you heard about this new monster signing we've got? Uh, this all-black uh, named William Warbrick from the Rugby Sevens. This 23-year-old, he's 194 centimetres, 100 kilos. The Storm just keep finding these young stars everywhere. Yeah. Could he be a really good replacement for Adokar on the wing? I know he went to the Olympics for the Sevens, so he's obviously got a huge amount of talent in that condensed um, format as well. Obviously, NRL, a different game. Um, but, you know, good on them. They're finding talent every which way to replace some of these superstars who are leaving the club. You know, next year they also lose Nico Hines. They lose the captain, Dale Finucane, as well. So the Storm come 2022, going to be a very different, but I expect still the same professional side. Joey, we both love the NBA. The Philadelphia 76ers without Ben Simmons. Can you believe this? It's a big story there leading the East 7-2. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, interesting. But another big story in the West, the Lakers. Are they done? I mean, they're in six now. What are they? Five and four. It hasn't been happening yeah. with LeBron and Westbrook. You're ruling them out. Oh, it's going to take time for them. It's hard to see them beating some of these younger sides. I think they've tried to go with the veterans. At the moment, it's not working, but it's early, late in the season. The playoffs is maybe when the veteran uh, roster will come to the fore. But, and just quickly, just a little bit of golf news. Um, Aussie Lucas Herbert, who's a young star, he won the Bermuda Championship last weekend. He becomes the first Aussie since 2008 to win individual titles in both the European Tour and the PGA in the same year. So well done to him. Of course, uh, footy season doesn't start for another few months yet. But the big story of the week, Jay-Z, has been Jordan Dugowie in New York and these allegations made against him. Uh, What's the latest? Yeah, well, he's going to defend the charges. So I think uh, initially there were a lot of judgments made that his career was over and that he stuffed it up and all that sort of stuff. I think the actual case will be a huge determining factor in in his AFL future from here. So clearly... Um, Collingwood has said he was deeply disappointed in in um, in the 
reports about what Jordan had got up to in that nightclub uh, with his mate, the, the tattooist. But I think it's it's probably time for some facts, and that will all, co- all come out in the next uh, month or so. Then he will come back to Australia potentially and try to reignite his AFL career. We heard a lot out of his own mouth, Joey, about how he was motivated and determined and trying to do the con- Christian Petrarca type transformation where he can become a more consistent and fit AFL performer because the best of Jordan Ngoi is what? Top? Well, I think only a week before, didn't I? You asked me about Jordan Ngoi or Darcy Moore, who I'd keep if mm. I was coming. I, I was going in the bat for Jordan Ngoi yep. with his football and what he'd seen at the back end of last year combined with his talent. He could be anything, and then we know what's happened now. But I suppose the question in regards to him being stood down currently by Collingwood, yep. and you're saying a lot of determine on the case being heard, but how do we? When, when will the case be heard? I mean, I know he's got another hearing in, in December, yep. but the case might not be heard, you know, with, depending on how banked up they are, that these, yep. these things could take 12 months. Yeah. So can you see him playing for Collingwood early or, you know, for next year at all? Oh, look, or you I, don't know? I, I think there's a really big question mark, clearly. I mean, for, first of all, the first lot of charges were dropped, right? So it's all very serious at the start, and then a big chunk of that is dropped, and then it's left with some other assault charges. Are they going to be downgraded as well? We don't really know. So um, it is really hard to speculate, other than clearly he's jeopardised his AFL career. He was on his last chance, and he's involved in an incident, and he's put himself at risk. So I think the facts become very important from here on. What is, it, you know, It's fascinating. What, what does Craig McRae do? What is the, mm. the, the president, the new president and the coach of the Collingwood Football Club, how do they handle this? Do they give Jordan a goey? Another chance. They try and, um, you know, eradicate this behaviour. Do you support the person or have you had enough? These are all the questions that they're discussing at the moment and I think are really complex, to be honest, because... Um, we know that Jordan Dugowie can be a, a, a superstar performer. This is a club in the midst of some cultural change, though. Yeah, so do you think that adds that element of making it a bit more tricky? Because it, if it was maybe still Nathan Buckley as coach, yes. and maybe Nathan says, well, I've had enough of this, but because it's a brand-new coach who a has clean a, slate. a clean slate, it does sort of add... Add a bit of. I I think this is so far from being cut and dry. Yep. I mm. think this is just a big grey mess, and it's going to take a lot of leadership. I think and calm heads to um, uh, navigate their way through it. So I think nothing is clear about this. Yep. I don't think you could say in any way, shape, or form this will happen or, or that will happen. I think the facts are important here. I think it's also important how J- how Jordan handles these conversations and what he says to the club and and um, you know the tone of those conversations because. Initially, when you hear Collingwood say, we haven't heard from Jordan, yeah. the hours after the incident, alarm bells, right? Mm. So he's going to have sit down and have some very important conversations with Collingwood Chiefs, and maybe they'll be, um, they could determine his AFL future. Do Collingwood need Jordan to go, Joey? When you, look, when you look at that list build and you think, this is where they are, this is where they want to go, right? Is he a must-have or is he a dispensable Star. Well, that is the question. That is the question. It's a again a, a tricky question because I, as I said two two or three weeks ago, I said how how great a player Jordan Ngoi could be. You know, yep. he's got that capability. But in saying that, for where I think Collingwood's list at, and yep. I've also been on the record of saying that, I think they're a long way off Collingwood challenging for finals again. I, I'm not as bullish as some other people with their young talent. Uh, some of their best players are still their veterans, you yep. know, side bottom and Pendlebury and Jeremy Howe and and guys like that. So I still think they're a while off. Yep. So for me, that means that maybe, you know, they can survive without him and really continue to go to the draft, develop a new wave of young talent. They've, they're going to have some leaders there, you know, like the Darcy Moores and and uh, guys and Taylor Adams and, and Brody Grunning, that right age bracket that yep. will be – 
the veterans, when they are a team, challenging for finals again. I agree with you, Joey. Well said. I think he is dispensable, to be honest. I think that the, the space that Collingwood in for the next few years, as you said, they're going to develop this young talent. He's ready now. He's a prime midfield wrecking ball ready now. And there's still a question mark over his consistency. He has been a tease a little bit to now. So potentially a, uh, a fresh start at a new club be the right thing um, for his career. But uh, I, th- I think Collingwood, if it helps with their cap and keep Darcy Moore and a few other pieces, I don't think uh, he is absolutely must-have as an exciting player. As he is, certainly the next couple of months, be very interesting for his AFL future. Just when Pies fans were getting very excited about the future, here comes another setback. Thank you, Jay-Z and Joey. The Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Well, boys, we love celebrating Aussie success stories here. And former Saint Aaron Sipos is certainly one of them at the moment, starring for the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL as their punter. And he joins us now. While since we last spoke, Aaron, but how's the last couple of months being uh, on the roster? It's been awesome. Um, had a had a really good time so far, and uh, it's a bit of a bit surreal at the moment. But um, thoroughly enjoying being over here at the moment. It's been great. Hey, Sipo, Joey here, mate. Great to speak to you and well done so far on the season. It's been awesome to watch you, but just tell us a little bit about so your role. So we saw last week, big win against Detroit. You had just the one punt. What's it like for you on the on the bench for the whole game? Do you like sit back as a spectator and watch the game? Are you zoned in and focused on your role and, you know, doing some drills and things like that? How is it for you when some weeks you have five or six punts, other weeks you have just the one? Yeah, I guess it's a little bit of both, to be honest. I'm still trying to concentrate on... Um, you know, making sure I do my job anytime I need to go out there and um, also hold the ball for the kicker as well. So anytime he puts the, you know, the extra point on the board for us or kicking a field goal, uh, I'm out there on the field making sure I put it in the right spot for him. But, um, you know, also just trying to enjoy the, uh, you know, the game itself and seeing the guys do their thing and um, just embrace it that way too. So, yeah, definitely a little bit of both um, throughout the game. Um, that's for sure. Any stuff ups yet, mate? Have you have you dropped <laughs> have you dropped one? Have you shanked the punt? Have you had a moment where you've gone, uh oh Oh dear. Oh how do, how do I know you were gonna ask that? <laughs> hey, I've got a better one coming up in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh look I ha- I have had one that's come off the side of the uh, side of the foot that didn't go too well for me. So uh hopefully that's kind of the only one for the rest of the year. So hopefully it's out of the way now. Just makes me think of that um that movie, uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, or was it Laces Out? Have you guys seen that? You know, you got to hold it with the laces. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. That's right. You're all over it. And it, it sent him, uh, it sent him crazy. Um, <laughs> hey, so what are you rolling with? The torpedo, the drop punt? I, I saw a banana, I think, um, a week or two ago. Like, you, what, what, what kick are you rolling with? Oh, a little bit of everything, to be honest. I guess it kind of depends on where we are in the field and that if I'm trying to, you know, kick it as far as possible, then I really try and let a torpedo rip. But if I'm a little bit closer kind of to the end zone and wanted to kind of place it in a, in a good spot and make sure our, our defense has a, you know, a long field to be able to do their thing, then uh, the drop punt normally comes out just to make it a little bit more controlled in that. So, yeah, it, it certainly depends on where the field position is and um, definitely concentrate on both to make sure they're they're going well. We're chatting to Aussie punter Aaron Sipos, former teammate of mine at St Kilda, now with the Philadelphia Eagles. I said I had a better one for you, Sipo, oh, because <laughs> I saw earlier in the year you made headlines in America. You're on ESPN, all the headlines, because as the punter, Jay-Z, mm. he nailed a massive tackle. The return guy was coming. Aaron Sipos, bang, nailed Ooh. a guy, made headlines. The, the punters don't tackle. Yeah. What I want to know, Sipo, you didn't do that at AFL. <laughs> what are you doing over in the stage? Now you've got a helmet on, mate. You're driving oh, blokes into the, oh. into the turf. This is rich. 
Oh, geez, I, this is worse. That's 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 great. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think it's the first time I probably don't have an answer for you. So it's uh, one of those things that kind of opened up for me and just kind of fell into my lap. That's the only way I know how to tackle. You know what he might. No, you know what he might. Aaron, I saw it. I was inspired. What about the 287 game of two-time All-Australian to my right here, Lee Montagna, criticising you for tackling? I looked up on um, AFLstocks.com before. Joey, Joey can make... Joey could make up with it with having 35 each week, so that's where he yeah, gets yeah. away with it. I'd have, I'd have eight, so it's a bit of a difference. Hey, uh, Aaron, can you also tell us about one of your teammates who we've been fascinated by over the last couple of months, Jordan Mylata. He is a big unit, obviously got something in common yeah. from being from the land down under, but uh, how you go, how are you guys going as a little, a little twosome? Yeah, he, he's actually awesome. I mean, he's... For one, as you said, a monster of a man, six foot nine, three hundred and eighty pounds, as I like to say over here. So I think that's probably one hundred and fifty kilos, and um, he's just a huge, huge human, but a um, bit of a gentle giant, to be honest. He's such a nice person, and it's been good to have him in the locker room and have a bit of a laugh with and stuff. So uh, it, it's been awesome, and certainly made the transition over here a lot more smoother, which has been great. What is the locker room like, Aaron? You got big, big guys. Big personalities, a lot of jewellery flashing around. You're a humble Aussie. Are you sort of sitting in the corner <laughs> keeping your own business where they're playing their rap music? Or what, what, like after the game, you have a big win. What, what is it like in there? Yeah, I mean, certainly I, I definitely try and keep to myself. Obviously, there's a ton of different positions that um, people play. So it's a little bit um, segregated, but not in a bad way. It's just kind of that's how it is. You know, running backs are doing their own thing. The, the quarterbacks are doing their own thing. So it's... Um, there's a lot of that involved, but you know, after a win, it's you know, it's like it is in the AFL. I think your you, big celebration. It's a it's a great occasion to be able to get a win with your teammates and um, the music pumping, family and that are in the rooms and that as well, just to make sure the the occasion's nice and special. So um, in that aspect, you know, it's a, you know, it's a group of guys that are just coming together and, and really enjoying their time. Yeah, you're a great story, Aaron, to be honest. And I think a lot of people were watching what you're doing over there and thinking maybe if it doesn't work out the first time in their professional sport career that maybe there's, you know, a a second game out there or or worth persisting. So we absolutely take our hats off um, to you, mate. You're doing a fantastic job over there and it's such an exciting opportunity for you. But Ben Simmons, he is making huge headlines over here and we're all looking on. Yeah, a bit disappointed, to be honest. I mean, he's getting booted out of practice and, you know, his career's at the crossroads. You're in Philadelphia. What's it like? And what's the, the mood of the room over there? Is, what are the local Philly fans saying? Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, local Philly fans are, are pretty hated about it. They're uh, certainly a, a group of people that are very um, passionate about their sport, to say the least, if, if that's the right thing to say. Um, borderline going insane, but look, that's a, we'll worry about that at a later stage. But, um, you know, uh, it, I guess, you know, I don't really know too much that's kind of going on for him personally and that. I just think that um, he's obviously, you know, kind of struggling to deal with a few things, you know, based on last year's playoffs and that, that he didn't play super well and the fans didn't react well to it and now he's kind of gone a bit rogue. So, uh, I mean, hopefully he can kind of get him back, you know, get himself back to a good mental state too and he can start playing some good basketball again because obviously he's 
he's been a really good player for a few years now for him and, um, you know, hopefully he can kind of get back to the way he was. Before we let you go, uh, Aaron, what was Joey like as a teammate, as a mentor, as a leader in the St Kilda group? Any any sort of dirty laundry or skeletons you want to get out sort of live on air and radio? No, no, we're, we're, we're all good. We're all good. Joey Joey did the best he can to uh, to make sure we... Uh, Got the job done and looked after me really well. So uh, clean slate, that's for sure. Love Simba. Oh, I love Simba. No, I do. I love Simba. It's great to see you doing so. Well. Just yep. quickly, mate, big game uh, Monday or Monday over here for us Sunday for you guys against uh, LA Rams. They are flying. Yeah, the uh, I think you missed that one, Joe. It's the Chargers. The Chargers. Sorry, close, my bad. So that's the okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Chargers are going really, really well at the moment. Obviously, it's a it's a very big game for us. We've you know we obviously had a nice win last week, but hopefully we can kind of put two games together and, and, and go with back-to-back wins. We, have, we haven't won at home yet, so uh, it's an important game for us to make sure that we kind of continue this momentum and um, beat a good team like the Chargers. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. We really appreciate your time and wish you the best of luck for the rest of the NFL season. No worries. Good luck, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thank Aaron Sipos from the Philadelphia Eagles joining us on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Get out your little black book. It's time for Emma's Tips. Oh, I've got the pen and paper ready. I'm delivering. Revel in the spirit of Melbourne Cup Carnival, October 30 to November 6. VRC.com.au. Our final day of the Melbourne Spring Carnival, Melbourne Cup Week here. Emma, you've been terrific for us all throughout spring. Let's be honest, we're, our pockets are full. What's our bets with mates' accounts sitting out in Jay-Z? 5,700. So we will be able to get, hey, we can get to Sydney now, Jay-Z. Yeah. We've been holding on to this money Ooh, to come up and out. have a weekend with you, Emma, in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now we'll be able to do that because you've filled our pockets. Last day, McKinnon Stakes Day in Melbourne. You're working again for Channel 7 this afternoon. So you've done all the form. Can you steer us in? into a couple of winners, particularly for those that have just had a bit of a bad few days. Rabsy in particular hasn't quite uh, filled <laughs> the pockets. Was your day bad like on Tuesday, Rabsy? Oh, Oaks Day was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah Oaks Day was tough. was yeah. for me too. Yeah, yeah, it was for me too, let's be honest. Yeah, it's been an up and down week. I think Tuesday was a good day for me. Let's hope we can finish off the Flemington Carnival with a bang as well. Starting in race five at Flemington, I'm only going to give you a couple at Flemington because I reckon it's actually a pretty tough day's racing in terms of trying to steer you into uh, place bets with value because there's some really short price favourites and a couple of small fields as well. But race five is the matriarch stakes for the ladies. I did tip her early on in her campaign, but I reckon she's due for a win or, you know, maybe a minor placing, and that is Starrell. So race five, number three, Starrell. She ran second last start. I think when I tipped her on the show, she ran fourth at a really big price. So I reckon for Danny O'Brien, Frosty on board, $10 the win, $3 the place, a little bit of each way money there. Uh, They're moving on to the Darley Sprint Classic, which is, I think, probably the feature of today, boys, because of the fact that we've got Nature Strip in town. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, he won the $15 million Everest a few weeks back. He comes to town with James McDonald, who's just on fire at Mm -hmm. the moment, Um, and Chris Waller training in great touch as well. Look, I'm not going to tip him because $1.30 is too short, but I do think that he's... Obviously a superstar and he should win. But for a place bet, I like Shakiro for Chris Waller as well. I don't think he's bringing horses to town and racing up against Nature Strip if he 
doesn't think they're going to run a good race. Interesting. Interesting. Joey, so you've got a concern. You've got a question mark over Nature Street because you don't know whether the horse is switched <laughs> on or not. No, no. I've just asked Emma off air, JJ. At $1.30, we know Nature Strip is the best horse and the best sprinter in the world at the moment, but it can throw in a bit of a flop every now and then. Yeah, in the past, yeah, it's certainly yeah. what's been the short price favourite and not delivered. I was just wondering if Emma had something for us of value, yeah. and she's given it to us, number eight, Shakira. I like okay. the way you're mentally profiling these horses. <laughs> I know. And whether they're going <laughs> to deliver eight. on the big stage. Well, he's the, kind, he's the kind of horse that does that, though, Jay-Z. Like, you don't know if you're going to get the real nature strip every single start. bit flaky sometimes, nature strip. <laughs> I am just before, <laughs> why I before we move off, Melbourne, the big race, the McKinnon Stakes. Zaki, we spoke to Annabelle Nisham a couple yep. of weeks ago when it was scratched from the Cox Plate. It is like $2.20 favourite. Do you think Zaki is a moral in the McKinnon or do you think it is actually a bit of a tricky race? Because there are some superstar horses in it like Colette and Moanga and Hungry Heart, a few other horses yeah. that are down from Sydney. I reckon it's a really tricky race. I think Zaki mm. deserves to be favourite. Having said that, he did have that setback, hence why he was scratched from the Cox Plate. Um, Colette, I think she'll run a really good race, as will Hungry Heart. For each way money, though, Superstorm, a last start winner this week. Mm. I think you've got to throw him in the mix. and. Yep. Hopefully, you know, get the place there at $3.60, which I think is terrific value. Um, there's racing also at Rose Hill today, uh, racing at uh, Eagle Farm as well, which we're covering. Um, I'm not too good on the Eagle Farm form, let's be honest. But in the Golden Gift, which is the major race at Rose Hill for the two-year-olds, a lot of these babies haven't ha- had an appearance at a racetrack before, but it's a fascinating race. I'm going to be having something each way on the number two Nobel for Annabelle Nisham as well. This is a very expensive colt. He cost over $2 million. Wow. He was third at his last start. He's 650 the win, 230 the place at the moment. So I'm going to be having something each way on Nobel. Um, there's also another really nice filly uh, in the race called Ohio for um, James Cummings as well. So $7.50 there. But the favourite in that is um, Sajardin uh, for Gary Portelli. He can train two-year-olds, but $3.80 for a second starter in a $1 million race. I just don't know if I can take it. Mm, there you go. Thanks for the feedback, boys. Really appreciate so it. Anyone got an email today? <laughs> I was just scribbling down that last note, and I just wrote under that last horse, fill up. I feel like today is going to be another fill up. I'm oh. drowning out your outstanding uh, spring carnival. And so we get the good oil every week. We and do. it's I mean, this whole year you've been tremendous, Emma. So thank you. Um, thank you very much for all your outstanding analysis. And now am I and right now, Damien Oliver racing today? Is Damien yes, he's suspended. What was that yeah. for? Do you know? That was for a ride on Cup Day, I think. Yep. Yeah. So he is out. Because um, he's been flying. Him and James oh. McDonald, haven't they been on fire mm. this carnival? Well, Damien Oliver now 126 Group 1 wins, which equals George Moore, and he wins one more in the autumn. He's the all-time leading jockey for Group 1 wins, which is extraordinary. He really is the GOAT yep. of Australian racing. Hey, you can also join our very own Dead Set Legends Tipping League, this Melbourne Cup Carnival, thanks to Giddy Up Flemington. Head to the win page at triplem.com.au, submit your tips for this weekend's racing, and the person with the most correct tips at the end of the carnival will win $2,000. Uh, after 11, some more special guests, including Limo, to come in and give us a Saturday giggle. Joey, Jay-Z and Emma. Same thing. Fair to say, whatever was in my drink bottle, nobody needs to know. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates this spring carnival. Start your group, bet together and share the moment. It's group betting made better with Sportsbet. Hey, I'd like to give you a curly question. Pick one, try and get you off the picket fence, Joey. And I want to ask you this one. It's a bit of a pick one with a twist uh, today. We know Angus Brayshaw, right? Yes. Uh, Now, for mine, um, could be one of the better on ballers in the competition. But for Melbourne, he plays a very smart defensive cover sort of wing, you know, very team-oriented. 
almost sacrificing his own game in a in a way. This is a man who finished third in the Brownlow Medal a couple of years ago. Last year won a um, premiership, of course. Now, for Angus Brayshaw to find out how good a player he can become, does he stay at Melbourne and be part of this premiership dynasty potentially out there in the wing, running in all sorts of different directions? Or does he take an opportunity which may present this year to become one of the better on-ballers in the competition? Pick one if you're Angus Brayshaw. Explore your own personal ambition or stay out there in the wing and cover for Petrarca and Oliver for the next three or four years. Absolutely, 100%. He should stay at Melbourne and win a, win another two or three premierships with this current group that he's got. He won't be fulfilled if he goes to another club and has a couple of good seasons as an on-baller, averaging 28 disposals in teams if you're not playing in prelims and grand finals and winning premierships. So he's sacrificed his role. He's done the right thing, but he showed how good a player he could still be. His grand final was enormous. He was one of the better players for the Ds. Absolutely. He's uh, he sacrificed his role. He's now an important part of that team, and it's all about winning. Jay-Z and I reckon he should stay at the Ds and win another couple of flags. It's admirable what he does. I just wonder whether if you're mm. another club, whether you just dangle a little carrot and say, Angus, an itch that he needs to scratch. Come over here <laughs> and become and become a superstar. An no, grade. My advice would be stay at the Ds. Mate. I'm all up. Stay well, there. We'll see that play Play your role. Boys, we've had a terrific year, a lot of big laughs. We've had a lot of great discussions about sport, particularly our love of footy, of course. But we've also had some big guests, and I reckon we should celebrate some of those big guests who have been on the program this year, usually after some pretty big moments. I'm going to throw a few at you. Love to get your feedback on how you thought that went. Um, Starting off with Josh Adokar, of course, for the Storm. Now he's going to the Bulldogs. We chatted to the Fox after he scored an amazing six tries one night. Was there a bit of talk, maybe not from you, but from your teammates, like, let's just keep flicking it to the left-hand side of the park. Let's get see wide, if we can boys. get the Fox another one. Because it looked that way to me watching it late, that they just kept flicking it out to the left thing, and let's see if we can get another one for him. Was that the case? Well, me, um, me, um, me centre partner, Jolly Oldham, yeah. um, he's like, bro, I'm going to give you another try. So, uh, it was just, yeah, it was just, um, you know, why, why, why stop going um, away from the side that's... Um, it was working. On the, on the night, so um, yeah, it was just yeah. And he was more <laughs> excited than you. Olam was more. I was watching him every time you scored. Olam, he was more excited than you. He yeah. was loving it every time oh, you hit the try line. I know, man. It was um, it was pretty special, mate. Hey, just because we, we trained so hard and working on working on the, all those combinations, all that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, it was just good to see that um, all that hard work's been paying off. It's nice to reflect, isn't it? Six tries in one Six. game. like there is a, And he's a freak, and he's a wonderful personality. Em, I want to ask you, because you're the mm. rugby league expert amongst oh, us, experts how's least. he going to go at the Canterbury Bulldogs? Like, is he going to be as good a player? Because we, we, you know, a winger, is it a little bit the winger is only as good as the team, you know, yeah. on, on offense? Like, how do you think he'll go at a team that's struggled in recent years? I mean, I think he'll still be flying because that's the kind of player he is. He's extremely talented. But you're right. When you're a winger sitting on the outside edge and your job is to fly and score tries, you need the middle to be doing hard work to get you that ball in those right moments. And that is where Brad Hill, in an AFL context, did struggle a little bit early from his transition from Fremantle, being the wingman coming to St Kilda wasn't getting that pill as much. much. So that's the AFL um, similarity. Uh, in terms of their coach, uh, we love Craig Bellamy because he is the super coach. But we also discovered that Craig, uh, he's not too big on technology. Is it right that you don't operate with an email address or don't have an email address? You sort of just put the laptop to the side, you use your vision. But other than that, you're sort of not huge on the technology and don't have an email address. Is that right, Craig? 
Well, I've had to have an email uh, the last three months, I think, because of the old checking in with the old... Um, You've been forced. You know, the RL app, what's the name? But other than that, I don't use an email. They're, they are time-wasted. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get in touch with me, you ring me or you text me, and then uh, that, that's about it. Out of all the news, out of all the news you broke all year, Jay Z, that was, I reckon, one of the one of the most fascinating. That Craig Bellamy doesn't operate with an email address. He just said, if you want to speak to me, you text yeah. or call. Oh, that was great insight. I liked it. You know where you yeah. can get him on his uh, phone? Time wasters. Time waster. How's that going to go down in my office? Hey, Clark, you haven't been able to email you for a while. It's a time waster. <laughs> <Just call, laughs> don't boss. bother with that crap. That's no good. Uh, also, great to catch up with the new Collingwood coach in Craig McRae. Uh, a fascinating insight into what he's going to bring to the pies. I think it's important we, we started a process of removing any barriers so we can we can start to grow. I said to the group, we're going to get into it really quick. There's going to be some change um, necessary and, and, and we'll get involved in that quickly. But I want the guys to come back ready for that and embrace that. So some, some need maybe 12, 14 weeks to remove some of these things that they may have been carrying on about that we're hanging on to. Um, just a little example like um, with, with opportunity and possibility, which is the words I use, there's going to be um, a, a chance to change something, yeah, whether you're allowing it uh, quiet in a meeting before, you're a chance to be loud now. And, mm. But we, we shared it around, and there were some significant things the players committed to, and, and I got them to pair up. And then uh, I said, well, we've heard it out loud now. We, we honour our word. You say something, we're going to hold you to account to it. I think they're going to return to pre-season training, Collingwood, very, very fit. And that's the exciting part, isn't it? When he said change, that's why Collingwood fans are excited because there's going to be change. You're going to see things different. There's no barriers. It's a, you know the world's their oyster. So, and hopefully Craig McRae was a great chat that day, and he yep. did say, didn't he? M? He was he was happy to come on at any time. Yep. I know. Is what he said in our interview. Let's hope he doesn't change, Jay Z. After about round eight, when they're <laughs> yeah. like one and seven, and he's hanging his hair He was funny when he said that. Um, we asked him uh, whether he'd been noticed in the street, and he said he, he deliberately went down to the local Woolies and didn't get noticed. It was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> there were no high fives on the pavement. I think that'll change very quickly for Craig McRae. Absolutely, it will. But the highlight in the middle of the year was, of course, the Tokyo Olympics. And we loved watching our boomers uh, go for a medal uh, at the Games this year. And afterwards, we chatted to their coach, the legendary Brian Gorgian. All this gold vibes only, gold standards only. I mean, that's a big um, thing to step up front and say, knowing the competition. Yep. And honestly... Um, the, there was no – the, the guys fed off that. Joe had the same thing to him. There's an arrogance, a cockiness in a good way of, you know, um, if, if we're not here for a gold medal, we shouldn't get on the plane. And I'm, I'll put that out there and I'll back it up. And uh, leading into the last game where, you know, um, we had an issue with Lu- Luca Daka, you know, Luca, and um, uh, so we put Matisse on him which made Delhi go to the bench and put the ball in Patty's hands. Yep. And Patty looked at me like, like relishing it. You know, I want the ball in my hands. I want to carry the load in this game. Give me that thing. Yeah, it was great chat. Brian Gorgian gave mm. us a great insight, particularly Joe Ingalls and Patty Mills and yep. how they led these boomers. They took the culture of the past and, trying to take them forward and to win that first ever medal. It was, uh, it was awesome. Brian Gorgian was a great chat. One of my favourite Australian sporting personalities, Brian Gorgian. I uh, really admire him. He's interesting also on Ben Simmons where he said that Ben had reached out to all of his Australian teammates, bought him a bottle of wine or something like that, a bit of a gift, and had been in touch, which was nice inside at the time. Things have turned pear-shaped since then, of course, over there at Philadelphia 76ers. But we didn't know that at the time, and I love listening to him speak.
So they were some of our favourite interviews of the year. Coming up later in the program, I guess some of the moments that made us giggle the most. That's coming up on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey, Jay-Z and Emma. I'm not building rockets and I'm not teaching <laughs> physics. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates this spring carnival. Start your group, bet together and share the moment. It's group betting made better with Sportsbet. And a big thanks to Limo. Yeah. We have loved him coming in every Saturday, giving us a bit of his time on the weekend to come and give us a giggle, and he's here to do it one final time this year in 2021. Limo, we really appreciate you, mate. Thank you. It is Hello, wonderful Limo. to be here. And you know what? I've loved this year, guys, so thank you for having me uh, on the show each and every Saturday. It's been yeah. an absolute joy. Yes, mate, it's been great to have you. You're the second funniest person on this panel, really, for our radio <laughs> show, so it's <laughs> nice to increase that. Yeah, and then Emma and then myself. You got flat because you think you're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Jay-Z, thanks yes. for the masterclass each week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Joey has clearly taken you under his wing. Anyway, I tell you what, how do you feel as a Hawthorne supporter? Yes. Because there was some big news throughout the week. And Jeff mm. Garrett, your famous <laughs> premiership president. Jeff Garrett. Um, What's he, he doing? Yeah, well, he's, he's stepping aside. He's stepping aside. And there's a succession plan in place. <laughs> yes, he's, oh, I'm hang sh- on. <laughs> Jeff Kennett volunteered to step aside. <laughs> Is this the new story? Yeah. This week? By the 30th of June? Yes. Okay. If Jeff Kennett steps aside by the 30th of June, yep. Yep. Garrett, mark this moment down, yes. record this, play it back on the 1st of July, he will be the coach of the Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He will be the coach. Tim uh, Smith will be the leader of the opposition. And Gladys oh, Berejiklian yeah. will be the bloody prime minister. That's yes. <laughs> did he get? Uh, did he get shoved? Oh, Jeff. Did the did the did the president? Did he I th- get I, told a story? I think story. Walking pill. I think the heat was building. Mm. Right. There's a group called Hawks for Change, and the yeah. numbers were growing rapidly. Mm. So, I think Jeff may have read the tea leaves. Yeah. and thought, you know, it right, might be time yeah. to exit. He got his man though before he went. <laughs> Clark, eh, didn't God. he? He got what he wanted. Did they send each other Christmas cards, those two? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't I reckon think so. so. Can you uh. put anthrax in a Christmas card? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, hey, uh, now, guys, you might have noticed uh, that I'm... <laughs> the time's <laughs> come back from that. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's wrap Woo! it up there. Uh, I, uh, so be very careful. Jeff might want to get someone else's security to open his Christmas cards this year. So why are there men in hazmat suits opening Jeff's Christmas presents? So now, I've got a lovely mo, as you people kindly... Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Mm. Uh, and, of course, Movember is uh, around. So support a Mo bro or a Mo sister this November. Best moustache in sport. Nominations, Ooh. please, from around the uh, around the grounds. There have been some belters over the years. Merv. Merv, one of the greats. Yep. Yeah, Booney for me. Booney. Yes. Oh, gosh. Booney's a great. I've mm. got to, I'm going to go with Dipper myself. Yeah, yeah Dipper's was good, yeah. yeah. Thick. I've got to say, though, I, I think the, if you said, if the challenge was find the coolest photo you can in the history of Australian sport, yeah. just Dennis Lilly. Dennis yeah. Lilly, yeah. With the mo and the necklace and that. The, the picture shirt undone. And the hairy oh, chest. The, yes, yeah. the hairy chest. And there's one particular picture where he's wearing a World Series cricket T-shirt. It's like that's the coolest man yeah. on the planet right yeah. there. That's what all the young kids are trying to replicate these yes. days, and they're not pulling it off, are they? And they're at not all? pulling no. it off. Because they're getting their chests waxed, yeah. I reckon. There's yeah. no hair there. And There's no manliness. And their oh. wispy moustaches. Yeah. They're, they're always complaining about something. Dennis Lee is a genuine hard man. Yeah. 
Dennis Lilly would bowl in the nets for like seven hours. Now they bowl 22 deliveries. The physio <laughs> runs down. No, 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 no more. And they get wrapped in cotton wool and returned to a cryogenic chamber somewhere. It was, they were proper hard men back in the day. But the cricketers were very good at the mows. Matty Wade has a great mow at yep. the moment. And cricketers generally have to be good at maths, right? Because you've got to work out run yeah, rates. Yeah. Uh, you've got to work out how many your bowler, how many overs your yes. bowlers have got left, etc. Yep. And uh, Mark War played a lot of cricket for Australia. He's mm-hmm. in the commentary box now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the greats of the game. Sharp and he's, mind, one of the sharpest. He's a punter as well. So yes. you'd think a punter would understand, yes. numbers. Get, the, get the maths, understand Odds. numbers. Mm-hmm. Here's Mark War uh, oh, no. with uh, Brendan Julian running through the maths in the innings break of our T20 game yesterday. Got to get it inside, what, 10 overs, we're saying? Oh, what, 73, uh, 10 overs maximum. Eight overs. Eight overs. Eight, 12s are 76. I went to school, so... Mm. Hang on. Eight overs. That's what I'm going for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you must have gone to school in another dimension because yeah. eight twelves are 96, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He was, he was so confident, wasn't he? Yeah. And nice to get that really deathly silence. Brendan wasn't giving him anything. Moment, he yeah. tried to think about it and still couldn't yeah. work. <laughs> he still uh, couldn't get it. That's why you've seen so many times when he was on 76, he hit a four and raised his back. <laughs> <laughs> There's my 100 right there. Uh, um, but now I want to quickly talk about, before I leave you guys, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, perhaps quote of the week, he's worth $400 million, mm. not leaving any to his kids. We ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, we don't. No, you got to... You got to have bachelor's or master's, and then if you want me to invest in one of your companies, you're going to have to present it, boom, 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 bring it to me. I'll let you know. I'm not giving you nothing. Yeah, I, like <laughs> that. I like that a lot. I love the line. We're not rich. I'm rich. We're not rich. Yeah. I'm rich. Uh, but I, uh, I love a list. We all love a list. Very quickly, they've listed the top 25 highest earning athletes of all time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Top five round the room. Who is oh. it? Tiger includes yes. sponsorship Le- as well. Yeah, LeBron. Jordan. Tiger number two, two point eight billion. LeBron. Jordan number one, three point five billion. Lebron. Lebron number seven. Oh. One point five billion. I mean, is a good one. That's numbers a good are ridiculous. Federer at number ten. Serena. Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo number five. Messi. One point six. Messi number eight. One point five oh, billion. Oh, well, who's the four? Joey. Uh, you know what? You're missing three. Joey Montagna, oh, yeah. 13 on the list. Yeah, yeah. Just had a great Norman on 1.1 billion. Uh, Arnold Palmer, 2 billion. Oh, what? okay. That's a lot of money for he, Arnold, isn't he it? He retired in the 1800s and Jack, <laughs> Jack Nicholas, 1.86 billion yeah. as well. So the golfers have done pretty well there, too. Yeah. Uh, Joey, I've got down to. Uh, 4,975 on the list. I'm going to find you, though. Yeah, I, I am going to find you. Uh, thank you, team. Have good a great day. Very good, have, a, have a great Christmas. Yes. Have a great oh rest of the year. Enjoy your freedom, everyone. Thank, thank you very you. much. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. It has been a wonderful 2021, boys and girls. Have loved doing this show with you. Let's remember some of our best bits. Emma is losing it because we just had one of the most awkwardly entertaining five minutes of our lives, right? Because off the back of the who's a superstar, who's Who's a champion, champion, the room sort of fell silent as Joey sort of looked around and eyeballed us to see. Wonder what what we we call him. Oh, where do I fit on that scale? And this year, this St Kilda great gave us his memory of the 2010 AFL Grand Final. I literally remember bopping to dancing on the ceiling. Lionel Richie. Oh, what a feeling. 2010 at Grand Final Parade. Do you remember me interviewing you in the car? Do you yeah. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yes. 
now I can't remember. Oh, it's a highlight. Oh, I met Joey. <laughs> I met your hero. Yeah. And Joey gave us an insight into the grand final sprint. It's fair to say there's two types to compete in the grand final sprint. And those that actually want to try and compete and win and yeah. say that they're the fastest player in the AFL, and those that are just happy to take a bit of extra cash for the week. Sometimes it was ideal to actually miss the final and just be able to enjoy the day. And <laughs> I think I might have been able to milk the system four times. Now, this year, we all got the jab. Uh, mate, got my first Pfizer yesterday. Oh, yes. um, you right? strategically chose my right arm. But I tell you what, last night, because I do drink with my right arm, I was struggling to raise that wine glass. And we got out of the house. I've shaved this morning and I put on some aftershave. So I've noticed that you are you saying that Jay-Z smells Yeah, every yeah sometimes on a Saturday. Yeah. It's a combination when he rides his leaving? bike in and he's a bit sweaty and oh. he's also got a bit of a little bit of oozing alcohol coming out of him. Oh, you smell good, babe. <laughs> but we good. never stop talking about our favourite subject... Food. Boys, I believe you are only coming in to do this show. You only want to get the breakfast burger from across the road each week. Partially oh. true. <laughs> Partially. That's the reason why I come into work. Have you ever had a bad bit of fairy bread? Like fresh, fresh bread, butter. It's got to be the white, white. the white bread. Yeah. No, like no wholemeal, no, no sourdough, no. none of that crap. This, it's not a be time for plain wine. wine. Exactly. <laughs> not <laughs> time for wine. No. But how do you eat your salami? How much is too much ham? What is a hot cross bun without fruit or chocolate? <laughs> now, what's the best um, chocolate compliment? Can you spell the price? of green beans. Get a strawberry jelly. Question, what's your favourite regional Victorian Ooh. pub? I haven't been to too many regional pubs. I'm a bit more sophisticated. Maybe the Brights. <laughs> Give me a spell. My local IGA. I had Crumpet oh. Gate. I had Crumpet Gate this morning. <laughs> Jeez, that's a deluxe yeah. breakfast. Joe, Joe, I think you should do this ease up on the honey crumpets, to be honest, mate. <laughs> oh, that's a bit, mate. Mirrors over here. Like you. <laughs> Your T-shirt's riding up and it's, oh, it's been a bad week. <laughs> and apart from food... Joey, Jay-Z and Emma did ask the big sporting questions. How highly do you rate Zach Butters, Joey? Because I think there's a belief... I reckon I know where you're going with this. ...that he is showing similar traits to Gary Ablett oh, at the same stage. That. Holy moly. <laughs> oh, that was bigger than I thought. <laughs> so what do you want on your mantelpiece? Yep, a gold medal, a Norm Smith medal, or a nice big plaque if you're making 100 on Boxing Day in an Ashes? Yeah, I think a Norm Smith medal would be pretty hard to beat. Gee whiz, gold medal would be nice. Premiership with Dana would be nice. Too. <laughs> hey, Charlie, you're worried about your coach's coke addiction. It's still early 10.38. Hey, Charlie, can I start that question again? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh, sorry, Charlie. Oh, oh, didn't, didn't, picture, like, didn't picture that about I Kenny. Like, <laughs> I don't think that that's through. his bag. Not the <laughs> so as another big year of Triple M's Dead Set Legends comes oh, to a close. You're a bunch of Dead Set Legends. There's only one more thing to do. Yep, just go to the pub and have a nice lunch and a couple of bottles of wine. And play this. And congratulations, Adam Tomlinson got engaged as well, the Nolan player. So congratulations Just to Adam, Adam Tomlinson or... and his partner. Thank you, Em. Hey, you're going to get to the races, Em. Hang on. Can we unpack that for a second? You're going to go to the races, Em. Come on, wrap it up. You got a text message from your mum saying, can no. you please congratulate Adam Tomlinson? <laughs> Come on, let's go. We're going to go, we're going to go start. Well we'll be back with more stories about Adam Donaldson's and Jones. Right on 105.1 Triple It still gets me. It was, uh, it was some bizarre stuff from Joey. Um, the, the, I got the follow-up to that story because I saw Mum for my birthday and Mum said, oh, I must admit, I was with Adam's mum at the golf club and we were pretty pissed when I sent you that text yeah. message and... 
Uh, I didn't expect you necessarily to go with it on radio, but I did anyway. Yeah. So congratulations again to Adam Tomlinson, oh. his partner. <laughs> hey, thanks to DC yes. for putting that together oh, for us. Yeah. He's been a star all year. We couldn't have done it without him. He's yeah. coming early when he doesn't have to as well to help us out. So yeah. thanks, DC. Appreciate it, mate. To put up with us, it's a, a fair effort. But we <laughs> have had a laugh, haven't we? We have, have had some fun, and we do have some fun on Saturday mornings. We want to thank you, the listeners, of course, for putting up with us and listening along every Saturday morning, Emma. Too true. And I reckon question of the year goes to Jay-Z with Charlie Dixon, that one about the Coca-Colas. I will never forget. You got something else to add to it? I'm Clearly sure. I'd had a couple the night before, yeah. and I was just a little bit rusty, and I meant Coca-Cola, and I uh, instead I said Coke. But uh, good fun. That excuse will only get you so far. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Tell you what, I'm sad, even though we've done, what is it, nearly 40 Forty something Saturdays straight, extraordinary 44. stuff. That we <laughs> that this is the last one for the year, and mm. haven't we had a lot of fun? We ha- we've had an amazing time. I'm not that sad to be honest. Uh, Emma, no. next Saturday morning, get a little sleep in to be honest. So that's going to be nice. We'll refresh and recharge your batteries. You've got right now what we used to do for the last game of a footy season when what? we couldn't play finals. We've already got the bag packed. Mm. Our going out shoes already with us. You're going straight out from here, getting mm. away for a few days. Yeah. You're looking forward to it. You're keen. Got to be nice going to uh, Hillsville or out Marysville Way. So we're going to get some open space. Take the kids. Go for a run around out there. We've been in the city. Feels like we've been stuck in the city for the best part of 18 months. So nice little holiday. Joe, are you going anywhere? Yeah, going to go down to Lawn with the family. And then Port Ferry, which I've never been to. Port Ferry, past Warrnambool. So getting away for 10 or 12 days as well. So very good. Hey, Rabsy, play this for the final time this year, please, mate. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legend of the Week. It is. It's multiple dead set legends this week. And I just want to start by thanking our GP out there, Georgie Porter, mm-hmm. our producer this year. First time, mate. Thank you so much for your hard work. We've loved your enthusiasm, your commitment to the show. It's been wonderful having you. Rabsy, thanks for coming back and joining no, the old yes. room. Knew, no, you you couldn't us. get enough of it. Start strong, end strong. Yeah, I knew you wanted yeah. to come back. <laughs> oh, here he is. It's a bit like Marlon Pickett just coming in for the come grand Coming late, final. yeah. Just <laughs> takes all the glory. Hey, I want to thank you, Emma, very much. Uh, another wonderful year. Your professionalism, your preparation, your yeah. personality more so than anything mm. for making this show wonderful and uh, and making it what it is. Jay-Z. Putting up with us. The heart and soul of this organisation. Oh. Oh, you are the heart and soul of the team, let's be honest. You work you harder are. than anyone else we know. You've been trying to homeschool three kids. You've got the Herald Sun, everything else you do but you come in with all your effort, breaking stories, doing everything and keeping the show going. And thank you to you too, mate. So we're all dead set legends in here. It's been another enjoyable year and hopefully we're back to do it all again next year. Do you reckon yeah, we will be? Do we know that yet? <laughs> we, uh, so, we don't. We, sure? uh, we hope to be back in some form, let's be honest. Mm. Um, Joey, we've got to thank you as yes. well. Um, always coming here with a smile on your face yep. and bringing your football now, some yep. great stories about your life. Yep. I reckon as a this is a bit of radio speak, but as a radio performer this year, Jay-Z, Lee Montagna up a couple of levels. He yes. has just uh, yep. grown yeah. and grown. But also we have to thank Blakey, <laughs> yeah, Blakey. Blakey and Rosie as well, yep. who have been a big part of the team, and DC who's yes. been you know coming in on a Saturday. And I've made things hard the last couple of weeks with my um, racing commitment, so we really appreciate DC you know, jumping in yep. here too. And I like it when Joey brings his personality, his expertise and his acumen, and also a, a, a bricky burger you know, on a Saturday morning. I'm, I mean, I'm that's where you're falling short. Today. And his engagement news. I'm going to get one straight after this. The engagement news has been the highlight of the show uh, for the year over, and I reckon. thanks to our listeners too. And for everyone that's yeah. listened, uh, we've had a lot of support this year. Uh, as we said, Jay-Z, everyone now wants Emma's tips. And, yep. But everyone everyone that's listened and enjoys the show, we get a lot of feedback in the street, which is great to hear that people enjoy the show. So thank you to all our listeners as well. And uh, hopefully, as we said, we're back to do it all again next year. <laughs>
Exactly right, guys. Uh, enjoy your summer period, whether you be watching the cricket, heading to a game or getting to the races, just enjoy it. And we'll be back next year to do it again on 105.1 Triple M. Triple M's Dead Set Legends is done for another day. So, in the words of Corey Homicide Williams, you have a great day. <laughs> Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment this spring carnival. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Get even more Joey, Jay-Z and Emma by downloading the Listener app. I liked it. I did like my own work this morning. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends is done for another day. And it was a great week, wasn't it, Joey? I liked it. I did like my own work this morning. That was good. (laughs) Get even more Joey, Jay-Z and Emma by downloading the Listener app.